turn it off. Is that how your mother would say it? Turn it off. Maybe that's how your mother would say it. Turn it off. Okay, enough with the voices. <laughs> Welcome back to Scotland Talks, bringing you less stress and more success in your job, in your life with the power of joy. I'm Anne Scotland, author, teacher, and emotional wellness specialist. And today I am bringing you episode number five of Secrets to Successful Work-Life Integration. This is the fifth episode already. I can't believe it. And this episode is going to be how to prioritize your own well-being. Three ways to prioritize your own well-being as part of your plan for successful work-life integration. As I've said before, it's not work by itself anymore and life, they are now together, often in the same place, often in your home. Work-life integration, what can you do? And one of the most important things is prioritizing your own well-being. But before we do that, I want to remind you about my brand new book, Live for Joy, um, a gorgeous book, deep food for thought to help you live your life in your best self. It's packed full of motivation, inspiration, and beautiful, beautiful art and photography. This is something you're going to want by your bedside or even on your coffee table, um, quick reference for any mood at any time of the day at work or at home. Check it out. The URL is popping up right now on your screen. And you can check out my website, annscotland.com and social media at annscotland. And if you please would be so kind, please like and subscribe to this podcast so that I can keep this content coming to you. All right. Three ways to prioritize your own well-being. Ready? Number one. Turn it off. Is that how your mother would say it? Turn it off. Maybe that's how your mother would say it. Turn it off. Okay. Enough with the voices. <laughs> Turn it off. You know what I mean, right? Those electronics that never, never sleep and don't let you sleep either. Yeah. So we have a serious epidemic right now, as if we didn't already have one with electronics that were entertaining and it was fun to go to sleep watching movies and some of you still do. But now because work isn't over at the office, it's crept into your home life for many of us. Now at 11 o'clock at night, it's really easy to check that email one more time or pop-ups. I hate pop-ups or a pop-up. And immediately your mind starts thinking about work again, you can't relax, or you see a voice message and you just have to listen to it. So turn it off, especially for sleep. And this is a huge part of prioritizing your own well-being. Turn it off. Well, you some people say to me, um, but I want to read my books at night. I like to read them on my electronics. Okay, cool. So turn your phone sound off and set your alarm for morning and then have a dedicated tablet or something else that you can put in airplane mode, lower the brightness on that screen and read your book. No distractions, no pop-ups, no extra temptations. And when you're tired, you just lay it down and go to sleep. And in the daytime too, for your lunch, on your breaks, for five minutes of just relaxation and breathing. I'm sure you've done it where you tried to relax or meditate. And just as you were settling in, ding, turn it off. Do a walking meditation. Leave your phone in the office. 
probably the world won't come to an end in the 10 minutes that you're gone in your home office, because that's what this is about. <laughs> Successful work life integration. Okay, number two, any guesses? Number two, say no. God, it's a hard one. Say no. Now that we are working so much at home, for many of us, having more requests from everybody just seems to have skyrocketed, ballooned out of control. Um, it's the family, it's the friends, it's the person working in the yard, it's the person working on the house or your apartment, it's the neighbor coming over and asking for help. And you're a nice person, so of course you want to help them. But maybe you say, I am so sorry. I am working right now. I have meetings right now. So but I could come over and help you um, with that project on Saturday. Would that work for you? Or family members and friends the same way. They all want help now. They have different schedules than you do. See if it can't wait till after five. Doesn't have to be a hard no. It can be not right now. And sometimes just a no will absolutely do. You do not need more on your plate. We have evidence, scientific evidence that shows that most people are working more hours. Most people who are still working full time and the, especially those working remotely are working more hours than they ever have before. And burnout, as you know, is an all time high. Now that will just continue until you can learn to start saying no. And that includes to work people. Have some parameters. No, you cannot call me about a work thing at 8 p.m. My working day is over at 6 p.m. And it's at a hard stop at 8. Only emergencies after 6. Everything else after 8, absolutely. You're just going to have to wait till the next day. Say no. It's not as hard as you think. And once you start saying it, you will start to realize what an enormous amount of pressure that takes off you. And it's such an incredibly easy way to prioritize your own well-being. So, Two points, they don't cost you money and they don't take any extra time, turn it off and say no. Number three, change something small and reap a huge reward. Change something small and reap a huge reward. I'll give you an example. I don't know when last time you read Aesop's fables was, hmm? but do you remember the one about the crow? So there's the smart old crow and he lands on a picnic table and there's a pitcher of water there and he's really thirsty. So he perches on the edge and he leans over to get a drink, but his beak can't reach the water. Well, being the wise old crow that he is, he thinks about this for a while and then he flies away, but then he comes back with a pebble in his mouth and he drops it in the pitcher. And then he goes down to the ground, picks up another pebble, drops it in a pitcher and then a third and then more just little pebbles, just manageable mouth size bites. Until what? Until the pitcher has been so many pebbles in it has raised the water level to where he can reach it and drink, right? Now he can just get a drink with comfort and not worry about falling in. Did he do something tremendous and fancy and is he showing off? No, he just makes small changes to reap a huge reward. What about dropping one pebble a day into your pitcher of your own well being? What if that just means turning off the electronics for five minutes in the middle of the day and just relaxing and breathing? Just five minutes. That's all. One pebble 
can seriously change the course of your entire day. If you put one conscious pebble a day in your picture of well-being, it will soon be overflowing and you will wonder why you always thought it would be so hard to reap such an amazing benefit. All right. So that's my crow story. Um, and last but not least, and this is going back to episode two, you know, as part of the way to prioritize your own well-being, be patient and kind with yourself in this and in everything. And if you didn't hear episode number two, you definitely want to go back and listen because there's some really great suggestions and insights in there about learning how to be patient and kind with ourselves. Because so many of us struggle with that. Um, in how we prioritize our own well-being for successful work-life integration. All right, that's it for today. Um, and I am going to say goodbye for now. Again, please like and subscribe. And if you would, check me out on my website, anscotland.com. I wish you a day full of joy, and I will see you next time. <laughs>